Hunter, I want to ask about the, you know, get on the ball plays. Obviously, the one at the goal line is the one people have been talking about, but it seemed to me throughout the year that a lot of times the defense seems to be able to create some havoc on those rush plays when you get up and, and go really quick. What's what's your perception? What have you seen just as you've watched the film and, and seen those plays uh, during games? Um, I think for us, for the most part, those plays have been uh, pretty successful uh, for what they're designed to be. Um, and, you know, obviously that play, you know, didn't exactly go the way it was supposed to go. Um, but for the most part, when we go in those hurry-up situations, you know, it usually puts the defense on their heels a little bit, um, which uh, a lot of times can give us lanes when we need it in the run game. But, you know, sometimes when the defense is kind of scrambling in that situation, sometimes they'll throw two guys in a gap or something like that. Just on, by accident, they might luck into uh, – uh, you know, uh, a, a decent defensive play. So, but I think for the most part, those have worked well for us this year. I asked Kalani about this earlier, but I'm curious your perspective. When you when you work on something, but then it doesn't work in a game, or, or you, you run it a few times and it doesn't seem to, to be doing well, what's it like as a player when the coaches make the decision, oh, do we keep going with this and try and make it work, versus when do we start doing something different? What's that like as a player when they have to kind of make that choice? I mean, obviously it's frustrating as a player when, you know, you worked on something all week. You feel like you've got it dialed in, and then for whatever reason, you know, there's a lot of reasons, you know, that something may not work in a game. Um, and But, <clears throat> you know, I think, you know, for us, you know, the coaches kind of have that view from upstairs because I my, my view, especially in the middle, only extends five to maybe seven guys maximum of me understanding kind of what's happening um they kind of have a better view than me and they can kind of see things and ways we can take advantage uh of the defense and so you know they they make adjustments as they see fit and what the defense is presenting to us so i'm not seeing other questions so i'll ask another one how how rewarding was it to be able to have the success on the ground finally you know have a week like you guys did um, you know, it was, you know, it felt, it felt really good for us as an offensive line, <clears throat> you know, to kind of be able to roll those guys off the ball a little bit and, you know, have a, a good established run game, um, you know, which is something that we felt that we, you know, could have had the entire season, you know, just mistakes here, things there to just, we've just been kind of hurting ourselves. And so to finally kind of put it together for, really the majority of an entire game was, um, you know, it was really good for us. Obviously, it's a little dampered by the, the outcome. Um, but, you know, that's one positive we can take from this game. Go ahead, Jay. Connor, you're really good at explaining things. So how <laughs> would you explain to the casual fan how you guys can struggle to run the ball against the likes of West Virginia, Iowa State, then turn around against the number 14 team in the country and do so well. Is it just scheming? Is it, I mean, what goes into that turnaround? Um, I think, you know, there's a few things. Scheme is definitely a part of it, you know, just kind of putting yourself in a position as an offense to, you know, be successful and to, uh, you know, attack kind of weak points of the defense. But it really comes down to all 11 guys doing their job. Even even if one guy doesn't do their job the way they're supposed to, it can blow up an entire play. 
and it make a, it can make a play look terrible when in reality ten of the guys were doing it exactly how they were supposed to be doing it, and it was just the one. And I think a lot of the issues we had early on was it was just one, maybe two guys who didn't quite get it done at, at any position, um, and that can kind of stifle an entire play, you know. And so I think <clears throat> having all the guys on the same page. Uh, this week and everyone just executing what they were supposed to do on that play. You know, you, we don't have to do anything crazy. You know, just do what you're expected to do and what you're supposed to do. And, you know, we put ourselves in a position to be successful. And so, you know, maybe it's it's one guy not quite getting it done on a backside cutoff or a reach block or a receiver not running a guy off the way he's supposed to or not blocking the way he's supposed to or the quarterback and the running back not quite getting through the mesh the way they're supposed to, so it muddies the read for the quarterback. There's a lot of things, you know, that can that can make a play, um, you know, look like man that was just a bust when really it was it was just one simple thing, and it kind of feels like throughout the season it's like okay we fix this and then this problem pops up we fix this and then this problem pops up, um, and I feel like, you know. This last game was kind of the first time this year as an offense that we felt we're running our offense the way it was supposed to be run. Um, you know, everyone doing what they're supposed to be doing, and it put us in positions to be successful. And, you know, obviously just at the end of the day, just a few too many mistakes to get the win. Then I wanted to ask you real quickly about Caleb moving from tackle to guard. You've obviously moved, done that, moved positions. How do you think he's doing, and why is he seemingly more successful at guard than tackle? Um, I mean, I, I don't know if there's a specific thing that's you know made him more successful at guard than tackle. Obviously, it's a big adjustment, regardless of uh, of what position uh, you're playing. But I think his size and his physicality uh, gives him an advantage when when he's playing guard because he's so big and he's so strong. And, and at guard, you kind of have a, a smaller space to work with. Um, and so he can kind of just put that power to use um, and just and just go after people. And, you know, I think he's done a good job with it. Okay, Connor, last question from Jared Lloyd. Thanksgiving week, Connor. That, that's, that's big man holiday, right? You guys huh. celebrate, have a lot of food. What's your favorite part of, of Thanksgiving? Um, not having school back half of the week, and then you know getting to getting to spend time with family. So I think that's because it's pretty. I, my family's pretty large, and so it's pretty rare for everyone to be together in one place at the same time. And so we'll get close this year. We won't quite have everybody, but I think you know just it's a time of the year that everyone sets aside to have the family together, which is. As, as we get older too and you know people are getting married having kids and families of their own that's uh it gets harder and harder to do every year so are you gonna have are you gonna have teammates come this year <laughs> say that again i was just wondering if you were gonna have teammates join your family because i know you've got a big family so <laughs> not i don't think more. i don't know i don't know yet we'll have to see make sure we always make sure everybody has a place so um, I've I've actually joined teammates two, two out of the last three Thanksgivings because since my family's been out of town and so everyone gets taken care of.
Well, I was just wondering who's going to eat the most because I know your brother's a big guy. You're a big guy. Your family, you got some. You got you guys got some guys that can eat. So you know. I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to see. I'll have to report back. <laughs>